Hi everyone, welcome to the Royalty the King podcast. Today, Rod Smith, a partner in the private client team who's an expert on tax planning both in the UK and abroad, and Amish Patel, an associate who has particular expertise in capital tax and inheritance tax planning, will be reviewing Wednesday's budget and its tax implications. Over to them. Well, good morning, Amish. How are you? Good morning. Not too bad, thank you. How are you? Yes, yes, I'm all right, thank you. Uh, so the budget yesterday, that was um, something of nothing, wasn't it, for our clients, really, from a sort of personal tax point of view? Absolutely. It was. Um, there was a lot of build-up to it, and then when it came out, uh, there was not as many changes as anticipated. Um, but nonetheless, there are changes um, which we should discuss. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I wondered yeah. whether we should start with income tax. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I popped a little note out on LinkedIn yesterday. Um, so, yeah, there have been some small increases um, in terms of the thresholds for, for basic rate tax and higher rate tax. So basic rate tax is, is moving up to 12,570 and the higher rate tax is going to rise to 50,270. Um, but then that's it. It's going to be frozen until uh, 2026. Um, so, well, I, I guess I guess it's a reality of the situation we find ourselves in, you know, as a country um for the last 12 months uh there's been a, a lot of financing and, and supporting of uh the, the uk population the businesses the individuals uh and this is a way in which uh you know funds can be clawed back and uh, i think it's personally um, a reasonable and proportionate thing to do you know it's a simple necessity where um financing is necessary and income tax is always um a pretty surefire way of, of, of generating some some funds for tre- treasury and you know i appreciate lots of people who think that 2026 is a long way away um but a lot of money has been spent uh you know to keep keep the country going so i mean 2026 is obviously a key date also um for the freezing of the inheritance tax thresholds um so you know there's some planning opportunities in 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 the meantime uh you know obviously individuals can give away assets which which might uh, be creating income, uh, so passing down to the gener- next generation, or perhaps if they've got their own businesses, they might carve out shares which attract dividends and so on. So it's not all gloom and doom, and uh, I, I think, as I say, it, it's it's a reality which we which we need to accept. Um, but that doesn't mean that opportunities aren't there to be explored and and to be analysed. Absolutely, I think um, I'm on this on a similar sort of page to you, but of course I also understand those out there that are calling it a a stealth tax in a way in which um, the the government has said that it uh, wouldn't wouldn't change income tax or wouldn't charge more, but they've kind of done it in a backdoor sort of way in which um, over time with uh, hopefully people's wages and so on going up, um, the, the the income tax take will be higher. Um, so whilst I'm with you, I'm also with those that call it a, a, a possible stealth tax too. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Uh, so I, th- I think uh, that's all I've, I've got for income tax. Um, the, the biggest, uh, I guess, not the biggest shock, but a, b- a big shock was capital gains tax. Um, there was this huge expectation that it would go up and, um, and a, a lot of people were were in the middle of or had completed uh, kind of tax planning work based on the assumption that uh, capital gains tax would go up. Um, 
and there's been no change on that. Um, so uh, the, the, keeping the status quo, I, I guess, gives an opportunity for people to consider uh, tax planning at this stage because you, uh, we just don't know whether capital gains tax will go up in the next budget or in a year's time. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there are some opportunities there, aren't there, which, which again should be explored. Absolutely. And um, I was looking at the uh, uh, select committee and um, when they were looking at um, taxation following COVID and one of the quotes, I won't say the quote um, verbatim, but uh, uh, it mentioned capital gains taxes being the worst way of taxing capital, but each other method of attempting to tax capital has been tested and capital gains tax seems to be the best of a bad bunch. Yes, yeah, I saw that on LinkedIn, in fact, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I, I guess it's uh, capital gains tax doesn't affect all people, um, and it is, um, as, as the stats show, um, a, a tax that impacts on uh, only uh, a, a small percentage of the UK, um, but for clients we see day to day, um, it has a huge impact. Um, is that yeah. something you see with your clients too? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the the whole uh, sort of ta uh, capital taxes planning, you know, most people come in and will say, you know, let's sort out our wills and powers of attorney. And then you move naturally on to the discussion about, you know, the value of their estate and what the inheritance tax bill might look like. And, and they very much focus on that. But inheritance tax uh, and the reducing of inheritance tax is about two things, really, isn't it? It's about spending what you have and failing that, giving it away. And giving it away um, would naturally lead to a conversation about whether the asset that's proposed to be given away is going to attract capital gains tax and the ways in which uh, you and I can go about reducing that for the client. So sort of capital taxes planning will always, uh, you know, necessitate a conversation about capital gains tax as well. So, yeah, I th they go hand in hand. And um, as you say, the fact that there haven't been any changes for the time being doesn't mean that there won't be changes in the future. And, and certainly, you know, one of the, the biggest scares was that um, capital gains tax rates would be aligned to marginal rates for income tax. So, um, yeah, I think that's one to watch out for, definitely. Definitely. And I think um, the, the opportunity that, that this gives, because it hasn't been changed, means that clients can now consider more fully their circumstances where before they, they might have kind of leapt on board and whilst we would have explored all possible angles there there was a impact and a deadline to adhere to now clients hopefully have a bit more time um, to consider these uh, possible uh, opportunities um, and and uh, can they can think about it a bit longer before taking any action which is good news in my opinion yeah, you don't want to be making a decision under time pressures. Um, that that doesn't allow, you know, the the the, the you know to take a, a broader view and to take into account all, all all the relevant circumstances. So yeah, I totally agree. There's definitely an opportunity here. Well, what what's your take on on business then? Yeah, so corporation tax is uh, is rising to twenty five percent for businesses with profits over two hundred and fifty thousand from twenty twenty three. So yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, I think again, there's a sort of inevitability about this. Um, obviously, it's it's difficult for businesses right now, and has been for the last twelve months. So they probably 
um, are considering this a bit of a kick in, kick in the teeth. Um, however, you know, relative to other, um, you know, jurisdictions, uh, you know, it, it's still it's, it's still a low rate for corporation tax. Um, so I think the I think the takeaway from from that is that um, it's it's a tax that's relative to profits over two hundred fifty thousand pounds. So I guess there's some planning that can be undertaken in relation to you know profit levels. Um, certainly, I think that's something that we would leave to our um, accountancy friends uh, simply because um, you know they know the business is inside out. Um, and you know, on, on a regular basis, we'll be completing returns and uh, understand you know issues relating to salaries and employment and so on. So yeah, that that would be an issue that, that I would certainly be referring through to to you know McCash or to Neil, you know the guys that we we, we regularly work with. Um, I suppose the other 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 point of interest um, for for those with businesses is, is the um, the super deduction, which has got a great title. Um, so for two years, there's there's the ability to reduce. Um, a business's tax bill by up to 130% of of any investment they made. So that that sounds very attractive, um, but of course you have to <laughs> you have to have the cash in the first place to make that investment. So I'm wondering how many businesses out there do genuinely have uh, you know a sinking fund to invest in their businesses right now um, to enable them to take take advantage of that or or what appears to be anyway a very attractive uh, proposition. Absolutely. It's been um, a, a tough year for many businesses. And whilst the super deduction, as fancy as the title is, um, w- would be wonderful for those looking to invest and those with the cash to invest, um, it's just a case of is the cash available? Um, and of course, if it is and if it is invested, it's it's wonderful for hopefully the business and, and the, the wider economy uh, because it gets the cash flowing and I can see the, I can see the thinking that the chancellor had behind it because it it means cash will be flowing uh, out of one business into others or elsewhere, and it will um, kind of give a kickstart and a boost to the economy, um, whilst allowing the business to claim uh, money off their uh, tax. Uh, so hopefully that works. I, I guess we'll wait and see. As the chancellor said, it's it's never been tested before at this percentage so um hopefully the news is good but it's one to wait and see yes and actually while we're on the uh, the subject of businesses of course um the other possible target was entrepreneurs relief so that still remains at um at, at the million pound threshold doesn't it it does yeah so we've got i i believe is it 10 percent up to a million and then uh 20 after that yeah yeah so so those qualifying get get that um a million at uh, a million pounds at ten percent, which is you know still something not to be sniffed at, um, but obviously not not as attractive as the previous ten million. But there we go. Indeed, yeah. So uh, again, this um, there was think uh, there was um, suggestions that this might be changed, um, but it hasn't been. So those that are still looking to sell or dispose of their businesses that qualify. Um, this might be again a, another opportunity for them to consider, and it gives them more time to find a buyer if that's what they're doing. Um, and it it just means that uh, there's more time to consider all of this for them, which is good news. Yes, absolutely. I mean, time time is really really important when it comes to planning, and particularly if the aim is to to exit a business um, 
and uh, yeah, I, I think I think time is very very important. Um, allows decisions to be made, um, taking into account everything, and that's not just the finances. It's also you know expectations in terms of you know the next next stage of people's careers, and you know whether they've got a they're going to exit and and simply um, you know pay off their mortgage and settle down, or whether they've got you know and the next the next big idea um ready to ready to go um so moving on um we there's been a lot of talk about stamp duty land tax um obviously there was a very attractive holiday that was available what, what else has happened uh, amesh because because this is your thing rather than uh, mine <laughs> thank you so uh so the the big news is that um the stamp duty holiday um has been extended until the end of june um, so I, I know the uh, conveyances and solicitors that deal with this sort of work have been inundated and, and the market's flowing well because of the initial holiday. Um, uh, and now it's been extended. So it gives um, buyers more time to uh, kind of get their purchase over the line. Um, equally, um, it means that hopefully it keeps the market going um, and after June, we've got um, the the limit is half to a quarter million pounds. So with the holiday, it's half a million pounds. After June, it's going to be halved to a quarter million pounds until the end of September. And then it will go back to um, the normal sort of stamp duty that you would expect on a purchase, which is um, stamp duty payable at over £125,000. Um, and of course, uh, not, not to forget that as of the first of next month, uh, we've got the 2% surcharge coming in for international buyers on stamp duty. So um, for international buyers, it's a huge impact um, uh, simply because st stamp duty is fairly high as it is. So coming up with that level of capital in addition to a deposit uh, for an international investment um, it is quite high. So I there's there's good and bad I think and um, it keeps the market going um, but on on the flip side first first time buyers are complaining that despite the holiday and um, the 95% mortgages that are available or will be available means the values are inflated they think um, and it makes it difficult difficult for them to get onto the market yeah and I guess um, you've got this sort of vicious circle haven't you where um, you want as many people to, to get into the market because it's inevitable that after a period of time they will want to um, upsize and uh, you know and, and that generates more more revenue doesn't it through stamp duty and so on uh, so uh, yeah it's interesting times I think particularly for, 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 for the property market um, so what next uh, Amish uh, so there's the finance bill which should be published on the on 11th of March Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've got a range of consultations, um, which I think are around 23rd of March. So I guess that's when the when the fun begins. Absolutely, yeah. Perhaps we can have another catch up then. Yeah, that would be good. I, I'll look forward to it. Excellent. Thanks very much, Amish. You too. Thanks to Rod and Amish for their discussion on the tax implications of Wednesday's budget. If you want to find out more about how we can help you with tax planning, go to RoydsWithTheKing.com forward slash tax. Thanks for listening.